Craig Brain is not your brain or my brain. Love it or hate it or something in between. Welcome to the squishy, alien middle inside of this dude's skull. Take a peek. Take a peek. Craig Gross, the title this week is The Godforsaken Devil's Lettuce Saved My Life. This probably be the most interesting podcast for me so far. Um... Levi and I went back and forth on where to put this one because if you lead with it, then people discredit some of the things that you say. Oh, well, that's just drug talk or that's just this. If you don't mention it at all, then I don't feel like you're doing – like you're being honest. And then – you know, do you put it in too late where it was like an afterthought? And so as we were kind of looking at this first section of balance and being, I don't know, episode seven, here we are. And there's different thoughts, political opinions, uh, medical opinions, uh, all that uh, around this topic. And so I get the controversy, I get um, all that, but I also get especially from where I come from, like the Christian perspective, there's silence. And it reminds me a lot about the space I was in in 2001 when we were creating Triple X Church. It was that whole thought of like, nobody's talking about porn yet on the internet? Like, when are we going to address this? When it comes to marijuana today, like, depending on where you live, this is legal or illegal. But regardless of where you live, I live in a state where it's legal. Uh, We border states that are legal as well. And I'm fascinated when I call my friends that work at churches in legal states. And, you know, one church up the road, they have a no drinking policy. So a friend of mine that works uh, with me, um, like, yeah, she can't drink in public. Um, So we've posted some photos before. And I I remember not saying she ever drank in public. I mean, she would never have drank in public if that's the rule. But like there's rules at churches like that. And it's like, oh, well, we live in social media world where you got to make sure that doesn't make it online. But you could drink at your house. I don't get it. Like probably be a closet alcoholic. And yet, okay, but as long as that's not for churchgoers. But then there's other churches you visit where it's like the senior pastor could be checking out at Trader Joe's with a bottle of wine and no one's going to judge. I grew up Baptist, so I don't get that at all. Like I, like my hair length had something to do with my relationship with God. Uh, you know, drums not allowed, dancing not allowed. And, and so I think that's hurt people more than helped. But I guess what I'm more interested in today is conversations. And I think oftentimes Christians are late to the party on any sort of cultural, relevant, important political world like you name it like we're we don't know anything like it's it's such dumb conversation sometimes like we don't even know in most churches our own sports teams and our towns you know when that pastor's like hey how about those dodgers it's like dude the dodgers aren't even in the playoffs this year or you know like they're acting like they're fans of this because they just moved here like 
bullshit. Like, you don't, like, we don't know, like, we don't talk about things that the rest of the world is talking about. And, and so that, like, that irritates me. A friend of mine that works closely with the church in Oregon, where, like, in the middle of central Oregon, where there's a lot of, like, marijuana farms and, I was, and a lot of, like, you know, places to dispensaries. And I was like, what's your stance at your church? He's like, I don't know. I think you'd be fired. What do you mean you think you'd be fired? Like somebody could go in there for a bath bomb and they'll be fired? And I think our thoughts still with people in the church is like drug paraphernalia and pipes and this and that. And it's like, man, you're working, walking into more and more places today from the dog food place to Whole Foods to spas that are like, hey, here's CBD or here's the medical benefits of some things like marijuana. And yet we're still – afraid to talk about it in the church. And so I've been interested in this conversation since 2013. If you know me, um, if you read most of the stuff or anything I've written, it tends to happen, I'll write something pretty soon after experiencing something. Like that's part of my quick start. I'll have an idea, I'll have a website, I'll have a project, I'll have a company, I'll have something. I, I mean, it's just like a guy held me accountable for two years of my life. Like that was the biggest impact in my life ever. And we have helped over a million people have accountability software. Yes, related to porn, but like the idea is bigger than that. It's like just, if you just got connected like I did with this guy, like that would work. So that's where my mind goes. So in 2013, it's probably some of the worst, worst year of my life. Um, I don't know if it was 12 or 13, whatever at this point, but my dad dying, my wife getting like stage four endometriosis, had um, a crazy surgery that that was unexpected, had – I had health problems. I, I mean it's just – I didn't know how to deal with the death. I didn't know what I was I, – I didn't – I just broke down. I thought it was because I was working too much, but I think I was chasing trying to figure out how to how to fix this. I was in more emergency rooms that year than any year of my life. I've never broken a bone and I've never, I think, been hospitalized. And that year was hospitalized, I think, five different times and um, thought I was dying. I mean, from panic attacks to like just all hell broke loose. And I remember like seeing a doctor and I could get any medicine I ever wanted. Um, Oh, I have this condition. Oh, well, okay, you should get this. And it's like I never filled a prescription that whole year because I never got a reason why I was getting this prescribed. Like you just have a symptom. Let me give you something. And so I wanted to get down to the bottom of it. I mean that's a whole other thing from figuring out one of these things had actually stemmed from a concussion to um, just – just me, I mean, thinking I had seizures, then someone's thought you maybe had early signs of MS, then like all sorts of prognosis where now you're like, oh, I'm dying tonight from MRIs to CAT scans to, I mean, it was just nuts. And so in the middle of that, my wife and I were watching on CNN and it was a, I think it was just called Weeds uh, or, or it was Sanjay Gupta. It's probably not even how you say his name, the, the doctor on CNN. He had like a, a two-part special. And they were documenting kids in, in all over the world that were ill and they were getting some cures from um, a certain strain of marijuana that was in an oil that they were giving to these. And one of them was called Charlotte's Web. If you just Google that, you'll find a fascinating story. 
And we were just watching it one night and it was just like, oh, we were Christians and we're like, weed's bad. And like, they're giving it to kids. And then you're like, you're trying to ban it. And then you showed families that were uprooted from one part of the country to another just for the sake of their kid. Because this is illegal in New York, but if I lived in Colorado, so the story follows families that have uprooted and, and, and risked everything for the benefits of their kids. And uh, one of these things proven to, to, to help with seizures. So my wife and I are watching it and like it's like it blows your mind. And this is 13. And, and so this is before like me- medical mar- – like this is before anything really – like weed was that easy to get uh, – get, you, know, you, you had to get a, a medical card. And I remember watching it and my friend Dave Tossie came over the next day with his kids and I was like – and he lives in Laguna Beach and so I was just – I knew Dave was way more familiar with this just being around people that, than I was. I wasn't around like – like I didn't know anybody with drugs. Um, and I said, Dave, have you watched the CNN special? And he's like, no. Um, and I was like, watch it. It was Sunday morning. I think we were going to go to church or something. And it's, our kids are outside on the trampoline. Dave's like way more in touch. With, like Dave's a, a feeler. And so Dave's crying. And then Jeanette and me, we're all watching it. And then Jeanette says after we're done watching it, like, forget church. Like, why don't you and Dave go get your medical marijuana cards and I'll watch the kids? Uh, Dave was like, you have the best wife ever. Like, who says that? Like, you go. And so she watches the kids and we're like, I get on Yelp. And I was like, where do you get how, – how could this be legal? And, um, man, it was fascinating. Like this, I saw a doctor via a laptop computer at some shady place in Los Angeles, like shadier than like, you know, like the shady. I mean, it was just like, what? And then for $35, uh, I think it was $75. So Dave, I got Dave one too, because I was like, look, we're going to be legal. We're going to have this. And the doctor's like, what's your symptoms? I was honest. I don't know. My dad died. I've had this. I've had that. I've had a headache for a year. I've had that. And he's like, okay, great. And then they give you. It's so low budget that my picture on my card said Dave Tosti and his said Craig Gross. And we walked out and then they instructed us. They couldn't tell us where to buy it, but they instructed us on places nearby. Look for a green door. And we're like, what? Like, all right. So we go to the green door. We find this place. Um, The green room is a whole nother place in Vegas that Ron Jeremy tells me about. That's a place you want to avoid. But – the green door that we're looking for was, you know, your your cross, your medical marijuana cross. And so we go in there and we have our cards. And then the guy looks at us and gives me my ID and he's like, these don't match. We're like, you idiots. Like, so we go back and we're like, we have to get a new ID, a new, um, basically it was a year long card that was good for you to buy this legally. And this guy was a real doctor and he saw us via his tablet computer. And then we got the card and we're fine to go buy something at the green door. So there's a guy, he's got a gun. Um, he's standing at the door of a pretty shady operation that it looked like. And we go in and there's this Russian girl. She's short on clothes. Uh, and she's behind the counter and she's just like, man, oh, we have to sign a bunch of paperwork. Um, and so we're legal and we're like, I don't know, we're here to buy drugs. And she's like, I said, I watched this special on CNN um, and it was amazing, like the Sanjay guy and the Charlotte's Web. Like I've been having these like headaches and like, what do you, what do you, what would you recommend? 
And she looked at me and she was just kind of like, I think she was just stoned out of her mind. She's like, I don't know. I can't do a Russian accent. But she's like, we just have something to get you effing high. Top shelf. I was like, oh, top shelf. So it's like total stoner talk. I was like, what about the stuff that like could actually help my headache? I, I don't know. And so at this time, there's no bath bombs. There's no dog food. There's no really even edibles. It's all flour. There's drug paraphernalia everywhere. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. So she's like, we do have some things in the fridge. And she's like, I don't know. And there's no labels. There's no like what is in this. I mean, this was just kind of like that was the day and age it was. And so she, she, we bought like a brownie bite. We bought um, a couple things, not knowing, not even thinking this is Charlotte's Web or it's going to help me. And then she gave me, I didn't want to smoke anything. I, I was just like, hey, I, I, I don't know. Like that's wrong. Like because that's what we've told people. I don't know, but yet you can drink like a fish, but whatever. So I was like, no, just give me something I can eat. And that was my first experience. Um, it was. We went to one other store that day because we're like, well, maybe they have something. And the guy was just as bad. So there was nothing helpful. There was no knowledge. There was no website that you could kind of see. There was no legality of what you could sell. You didn't have to label your product. You know, now you can go to a restaurant and it will say 1,600 calories. Like now if you buy weed, it would say like here's exactly what's in it and here's what you're going to experience when you do this. Here's how much to eat. Here's how much to smoke, whatever. I mean it's all labeled. So this is just like walking into a pharmacy and just like if I went behind CVS, all those drugs, I know penicillin, I think I'm allergic to, and I think a Z-Pack would help just about anything. But anything else in there, I don't know. It would just be like, oh, cool, you can take it. So there's nobody really – it was not like what was happening in Colorado. Um, I had some weird, not helpful things happen um, and – I documented like my first five days with um, getting my medical card and I sent it to some board members and my staff because I was like, guys, can I post this? And they're like, absolutely not. Like, no, Craig, this is your experience, but this is so polarizing. This is so illegal on some fronts. Like you run a ministry, you can't share this. And um, I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's too soon. And so I, I would say if you fast forward till about 2017, I mean, my experiences with that weren't anything um, like often or um, beneficial from a sense of like, oh, that helped me do this. I mean, I, I would say I and, and I'm a I'm a guy. You can read the whole article. I, I'm somebody that smoked maybe a pack of cigarettes my whole entire life, like. Like five of those one day I tried because uh, we stole some from my my aunt. And um, yeah, I just – I smoke cigars, like only flavored cigars. So my real friends that smoke cigars give me a hard time because I like the acid ones that are flavor. You still – your mouth tastes awful. I, um, I've been drunk one time. Well, it's funny. Two guys sitting here. The, I've been drunk one time on my 21st birthday. One other time after that, uh, when I was like 19. And then the only other time that I've been, ex- like, where I knew I, I drank was on New Year's Eve this year. And so my son's behind the camera, which, by the way, like, I, yeah, the, like, there's no shame in any of this stuff I talk about or I've told my kids. But um, 
but even on the alcohol, so and then Tristan, who works with me, they we're all together on New Year's Eve. And my wife and I went to a party. And what do you do waiting for the ball to drop? Like we we're done eating. So they just kept feeding it, food, drink, you know, giving us drinks. And so I would, my head was spit. That was like, oh, wow. I know, like, oh, this is like not throw up drunk, but it was like, I came back, walked back to the hotel. I was like, oh, I drank. And I think I told everyone, I think I had a lot to drink tonight. Um, and, and so my experience is like, I've never done hard drugs, never done any of that stuff. And, and so eating a cupcake or a mint or a, a piece of chocolate and telling, you know, having weed in that, that was like, you know, my only experience in this stuff. And yeah, I'm glad I didn't share it. You know, as I, I, I look back at it, it was like, hey, I was willing to do anything at that point. I went to a place in Alaska looking for help. I, I took time off work. So to me, it was like, if I watch something and you tell me you have a great experience with this and it's legal, um, man, I'm going to be probably the first to go. I, I, I'd be interested in that. A friend told me about TM meditation. It was like, wow, I could... I'm interested in learning about that. I'm le- I'm interested in learning new things. And I think oftentimes in the church we go, well, that's wrong. Well, why is it wrong? And what do we why is that different than somebody that's enjoying a uh drink of alcohol? But that's okay in moderation. So whatever. I'm not here to be the moderation police. And at this point, I'm like, hey, I've seen the positive elements of what this can do as well. So in 2017, um, what's interesting is when I talk about the spa and I talk about that day where I felt like, you know, having an experience with the Lord, I didn't write in that piece anything about marijuana um, because I think people would go, oh, yeah, you're hallucinating. You're so high. You're like – or discredit any of that, or discredit. And so me sitting on a lot of this stuff and going, you know what? The way my, like, we're in a day and age that you can get any drugs you want, and oftentimes for all the wrong reasons, and oftentimes just we're medicating symptoms. We're, we're telling somebody, oh, well, you're depressed. You need this. You need that. And so my friend and I, we were we were talking through this after, I would say, marijuana, at least in California, there were some smarter places selling things. There were some stores that didn't have, you know, the Russian lady behind the counter wearing a bikini saying, we just are going to F you up. Um, Some really, I mean, these are places in Beverly Hills. There's places like legit places that my mom went to. Like, so there's a whole different day and age where it was like, okay, well, so as I went back in 17, um, I asked the lady, I remember going to the store and I was just like, look, I've, I've had some experiences back in the day with this. It was fun. I laughed. You know, I ate pizza. But um, I, w- I think I, I, I like – here's some symptoms. Here's some things like how my brain operates. And I, I remember just trying to tell her like, hey, my brain doesn't shut off. So when I pray, when I meditate, when I try and do these things, these practices, I build to-do lists in my head and – I know some people need, you know, the opposite where they, they, they're not just playing video games all day, but they, it's hard for them to get out of bed or it's hard for them to have high energy or, or, or stuff like that. And they need something to maybe kind of speed up their brain. So I was just like, hey, I don't know. I don't really like to smoke. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that even with kids and, oh, I'm smoking. I, I don't know. Dude, I don't need that. Is there something I could take? 
And she gave me these mints that were called Relaxa mints. And they're five milligrams. And it was like, oh, all right. She's like, just take, try these. They're like 20 bucks. And I think I got like a hundred of them. And now we knowledge, you can only buy a hundred milligrams of anything. So you could only buy a package with, you know, 20 in them. But at the time it was like, yeah, it was like 20 bucks for a hundred. So the day I went to the spa in Las Vegas, I had those three hours and I was like, I want to be, I have intent on what I'm going to do. Like I want to break out of a busy day and I want to go sit and try and do something, start a new practice. I remember at lunchtime, cause she had told me, I'll wait like an hour. So all right, I took it at lunch and then I headed to the spa. And it was one of those things of like, sure, I'm in this crazy surrounding now that's quiet, it's peaceful. But then I remember the feeling of like, oh, this is what happens when your brain just stops for a moment. And you stop maybe on the front of your brain that's creating things or dreaming or thinking. And it just kind of like froze it for me. And so I tell you that now, and and as I talk about this, even in like the timing, it's like, oh, and I was on drugs. Oh, well, would you say that if I, like I took a Claritin that morning too to help with allergies or if I took a Tylenol or if I took Zoloft or if I took this, I think what I'm seeing now on social media is like more people, especially with this mental health stuff, more people are talking about seeing counselors, getting therapy, doing work, taking whether that's prescription drugs or whether that's, well, heck, this stuff has to, whether it's, I don't, I don't know what that is. And so I just was like, you know what? If I'm going to be truthful and honest here, there's a lot of thoughts I have on 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 this topic. I'm not an expert. I don't know um, everything, obviously, there is to know about this. I think a lot of people abuse stuff like this. I don't think it's right for Everybody, you know, depending on your personality or depending on what you're trying, like what's your intent? And so for me, my intent was like, I need something to slow down this head of this brain of mine. And so when I took the relaxaments, it was like, oh, I took it for three days. And it was like, oh, let me see what happens. Like if I was to take this on a weekend or if I was to take this on like, like I didn't get to the point where I wrestled with it. Like, well, my wife takes allergy medicine every day she takes birth control every day like um that's not because i didn't get fixed i know you're like dude you're 43 like no i don't want another kid but that's for her endometriosis and so and then i felt bad like do i take this every day because i feel better i feel more present i'm able to do and oh no but it's drugs i remember my mom couldn't sleep she was living us for a season i was like mom like i have these mints I, I don't know, like if you take it, maybe you if you took it before you sleep, it would help you sleep. So I remember I took one and she was out the next day to like 9 a.m. I was like, yes. Uh, and she didn't have like the fudge stripes, cookies. Uh, she didn't destroy those. Like, oh, I had the munchies all night. This wasn't that. Um, that's a funny story though. So my mom's like, the mints are on the counter. I'm like, why? Mom, I thought you said it worked. And she's like, yeah, I know, but it's, ah. Uh. And I was like, what? Because I'm your kid and I can't give you drugs. She's like, yeah, I just don't don't feel right. So then she moved away, moved to Glendale, was and she met all these new friends. Um, and then she's like, Craig, I went to that weed shop, and I was like, oh, okay, mom, your neighbor that you know for a week is taking you to buy drugs. I got the lemonade, and I was like, what lemonade? And she's telling me about this, and I was like, I don't know, but it was great. And so I just found out on Christmas, mom, if you're listening, 
be proud. Um, Stacy, that's my sister. If you listen or watch, yeah, your mom, you might need to be concerned because mom might be on the on the 420. Um, but we're at Christmas and my mom's uh, friends that introduced her to drugs came for Christmas dinner. And the story came out that after that night of the lemonade, my mom devoured a whole package of fudge stripe cookies. I was more mad that she was still buying fudge stripe cookies because if you've not been to a grocery store in the last 20 years, mom, there's better cookies. Like fudge stripe? Like we only had those in Ships Ahoy's, but man, what? And so there's those kind of experiences you might have. There's others where it's like, hey, this help, this might help me. And so for me, I just was like, I'm okay to share it. I'm okay to say, I think there's something here that obviously could be very harmful or on the other end could be very beneficial. And if you're in a state where you're able to um, buy this freely, now you can buy this for recreation or you can buy this for uh, medical. But in California, you don't need a card. You can just walk into a store just like you could a liquor store and just purchase anything you want. And I think if you went with the intent and you said, hey, here's something that I'm having a problem with, they'll say, hey, here's something we have for you. And then I'm not telling you to go buy drugs. I'm telling you, for me, I found something, a few things that, hey, that helps me. And I look at my things that have kind of come out of my life over the last couple of years. I, I think I'm way more in touch with myself and my feelings and with the Lord. Um and it's a fascinating thing why when you read about why this is illegal and why big pharmaceutical companies don't want this out there and this stuff is so cheap and so accessible and it's from the ground, like that kind of blows my mind. Um, there's some fascinating reads all about this if you're into it. Uh, I just finished Michael Pollan's book on how to change your mind. That's like a whole nother level. Like that might be season two or three or four of the podcast. Um He's talking about just his experiment. That was the food guy. And now um, I've been in touch with him. Just I'm fascinated by the work and the discovery that he found. So there's a lot of people doing some great work in this. I think we're going to be in a day and age where you can walk into Whole Foods and you can sit or Trader Joe's or somewhere. I mean, if I can walk into the dog store, I do get my dog weed cookies. Anytime we have to watch her, Elise knows, but it's like they have this weed cookie that just knocks her out. So if Elise makes us watch her dog all day, just go buy her one weed cookie for $3 and she just sleeps like a champ. Doesn't even eat a pizza. Doesn't eat? Well, I don't offer to feed her. I just, she just sleeps. But I mean, if I can walk into the dog store and I know when we took her on an airplane, because we're that family now traveling with dogs, that like, what do you give your dog? Like, you could drug her or you could give her this cookie that she'll devour. And then she goes and takes a nice nap. Like maybe for some of you that don't sleep, just need a nap. Some of you that are always doing something, you're like, man, what? Like, I'm not talking to the stoner guy that can't get off his couch and get a job. I'm talking about the guy that's like, man, I can't relax. You meet those friends that like, they can't sit still. They can't focus. They can't just be. And I think that's just the world and all this stuff kind of coming at us. So I'm excited about, the fact that I think we're living in a day and age where this stuff's changing. I'm no scientist. I'm no professor. I'm no expert in any of it. But I think there's something here. And I'm tired of like Christians going, well, I don't know. if Can we do that or not? I Googled it and John Piper is the only guy on the internet that's talking about it. 
I don't know John Piper. I just know there's a lot of John Piper on the internet talking about things that John Piper doesn't know anything about, weed being one of them. So he prefaced whatever he says about it with, I don't know much about it. Like, I know a little bit more than you then, John Piper, and we might have a little different take on this. And that's where I go, man, if more people would be okay to go, you know what? We don't have a church policy on that yet. Or you know what? We do have a policy and and this is what it is. And hey, you're free for this if it's, you know, if you're in this if, if you're in this state, like you're not breaking laws. Um, and what is your purpose and what is your intent? I know as this thing gets kind of chopped up and put into different pieces, I'll hear things like, oh, I can't believe Craig. Now he's, he's for pot, but he's, you know, he's against these things. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not out waving a, a flag, you know, parading around saying you have to do this. I'm saying I look for a lot of different answers from a lot of, a lot of shirts and ties, you know, or scrubs, people sitting in a, in, a, in a hospital or a pharmacy prescribing me something that at the end of the day, I don't think was going to be beneficial to me. And I was open to something new. And where I'm at today, I would say I'm, I'm way healthier. I'm not something where I would use that every day. But there's there's times where it was like, hey, that, I know this could help me do this and accomplish this. Um, maybe that's a shortcut. Maybe if you spent hours of meditation or hours of so, you know solitude or hours of disconnected, you'd be able to do that on your own. And maybe some of you have, have figured that out. But for me, it's kind of where I'm at. And I would welcome you to the conversation. And if there's not one in your house, if it's not one in your church, if it's not one in your business – I think this is something that we can't just assume isn't happening and, and thoughts aren't changing around it. Um, in March, so it would have been a year ago, 2000, uh, 2018, I decided I just wrote one article. So that, that took me four years, which if you know now, like that's a long time for me to wait to roll out something. So four years from my first experience to actually, you know what, in March, some people had asked me stuff because they had heard – some things, and I was like, "Hey, I'll share my experience with you." So I just posted a, an article in March, and I only put it on my Facebook. And our team was like, "Craig, good, don't blast it out there." And so now, as this Craig Brain thing goes out, like I said, we're okay with it. Um, you know what I wrote on the on the uh, on that article, and that's my experience. And so some people might be able to argue with it or against it or for it. It's not really the point. Um, point is, I think conversations that scare us, that bother us, that are silent for so long, I think we owe it to others, especially inside the church to go, man, let's, let's lead some conversations, not wait and be so far behind. Cause I think there's just a, a different day coming on, on some of this thought. So there it is, the God-forsaken devil lettuce. Thanks for thinking through Craig Brain. This podcast is only a small summarized part of a larger conversation. To read the full story, check out www.craigbrain.com, join the Craig Brain group on Facebook, and follow at Craig Gross on whatever social suits your fancy.